0: Welcome to the Sound of Truth Bible Chat with your host, Brett Moroni, where he leads discussion in God's Word. Let's join him now. Michael, I enjoyed my conversation with you so much in 1 Timothy, I thought we'd go ahead and also talk about 2 Timothy. Go ahead and knock out 1 and 2 Timothy.
1: <laughs> Fantastic. I always enjoy these times uh, that I spend with you.
0: All right, so I wanted to bring to the table 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15, which says this in the Old King James, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And, you know, I, I remember learning this verse back in college, I guess it was, I started hearing a lot about it. I was preparing to be a pastor, and then I went off to seminary for further preparation. And this was kind of the, if you want to call it, proof text for the importance of diligent study of the Bible in preparing ourselves to be pastors, to be preachers. Study to show thyself show thyself approved study the you know I kept hearing that ringing in my mind study to show thyself approved and I think that is very significant for pastors to, and for those who are handling the Word of God on a regular basis and teaching others to make sure they are truly studying this verse is great for that. What's interesting to me is this is the only verse in the New Testament where we're commanded to study the Bible the only verse interesting. in the New Testament,
1: yeah. Very interesting.
0: You will not find the word study anywhere else or a command that's a, uh, a synonym of that. So the reason I wanted to bring this scripture to the table is, now, if you look at the NIV or the New King James Version, it doesn't say the word study. It says, you know, be diligent to what? I think you've got the New Present King James Present
1: yourselves to, approved to God.
0: Right. And, but it's talking about studying the Word of God, mm-hmm. rightly dividing it and being prepared with it. But the concept is there. But this is one of the pastoral epistles. He's writing to a teacher in the church. He's writing to a, a, a preacher, a pastor, and making sure that he's rightly handling the word of truth. Now, something to think about those he might have been one of the very few who actually had a copy of the word of God, mm-hmm. even, even if it was just the Old Testament at this point. Most of the Christians did not have their own Bibles at home.
1: I, I think that's what a lot of people forget. We, we have the Bible at our fingertips, in so many formats. As I look on my phone, you actually have the Bible open. Back then, they did not have the Bible in its entirety, and we forget that sometimes.
0: They had to rely a lot on remembering what was said when, at their gathering, Yes, and that's part of the reason why I said give you know, attention to the public reading of scripture. One of the things I, I want to really emphasize on this for us as, as modern-day American Christians is, I'm afraid sometimes we do a lot of study and very little application. Very little meditation, very little reading. I, I I actually ran into a Sunday school teacher not too long ago. We ran into each other and we were chatting and talking and and he was so influential in my life as my Sunday school teacher as a teenager. And he was a, and he is a man of God and loves the Lord and just has a passion for for young people for them to come to Christ and and that had a deep impact on me. But I was really shocked when he told me that like the year before was the first year he'd read the bible the whole bible read it, read the whole thing and it just blew me away cuz he always had his you know study bible with him at church and he was always studying and and here's something that i have come to become burdened about as a pastor as a as a christian leader in the church is we have a lot of christians that have been trained to do bible studies but have never read the entire bible they don't read the bible regularly just read it uh, they don't take time to just read and reflect on it Uh, They don't take time to memorize it. You know, there's a lot of disciplines that come with Mm -hmm. engaging with God's word. And I was shocked to find out that there was only one time in the New Testament we're actually commanded to study the Bible. Doesn't mean we shouldn't do it, but it's given to a pastor. Whereas throughout the entire word of God, Old Testament and New, all believers are over and over again encouraged to read it and to put it in their hearts, to meditate on it, to reflect on it, to live it out. These disciplines seem to carry the weight more in terms of what we're supposed to do with the scriptures rather than trying to be studying to arrive at conclusions about doctrines.
1: I think today- It's a provocative statement. No, it is, and I don't know if it's just endemic of today's society. We don't read like we used to, Right. and when I first got saved, and I'm not patting myself on the back, it's just uh, something that happened. I began reading the Bible and read the whole thing through, started Mm -hmm. with the new Testament and then read the old Testament. And I truly believe that you cannot, as the Bible says, rightly divide the word of truth. You cannot rightly understand the Bible until you read it through Mm -hmm. in its entirety, because you can't make all the connections that need to be made and understand the central themes that are running throughout the Bible. And it is by reading the Bible through it disciplines you in your study of the Bible Mm -hmm. and understanding passages correctly. Unfortunately, there are some people, we call it cherry pickers, they go in find a verse because of a certain trouble they're in and incorrectly, not rightly dividing the truth, just applying that to their life as somehow that's going to be a quick fix to their problem. And then when it doesn't happen, they become disappointed with God. Well, the problem is not with God. The problem is is with them not rightly dividing uh, Mm -hmm. the word of truth.
0: And for a lot of Christians, uh, they spend hours and hours each week studying the Bible to try to glean something new they hadn't seen before, or try to arrive at some conclusions about what they're going to believe on, quite honestly, a, a fairly peripheral doctrine, and there's not as much tension given to meditating toward, how can I live out what is very clear in the word today in my life? God, again, God's going for the application on a daily basis. More than he's going for the intellectual stimulation and the each of us being able to write our own systematic theology, but where we land on every single possible doctrine there is.
1: I I don't know whether it's fear or laziness, but you cannot have knowledge as we, we've talked about before without application. A part of gaining knowledge is the application. And I'll right. kind of use a sports metaphor. If you're not practicing what you're learning you're not going to have the supreme knowledge you need to play the game. That's good. And it's the same way in Christianity. You've got to apply things. Okay, you go, this didn't work. What happened? Yeah. And it's always not God. It's always something you're not doing. And that's how you learn. That's how you gain more knowledge is by getting out into the spiritual battle, getting out into life. And this happens in so many different realms, whether it be athletics, whether it be business, whether it be in the spiritual of people just not willing to apply what they've learned. They want to stay in their little safe haven mm-hmm. and their knowledge is limited because they don't go out and practice.
0: This might be good for someone who's listened to this. Stop studying the Bible for a month and just read a portion of it every day and then ask God, how can I live this out today? And then go do it.
1: I think that's a great idea.
0: You know, just, just do listen. Like Jesus' mom said at the wedding at Cana, listen and do what he says. Do what, do what my son says. So you just hear what he says. It's pretty crystal clear. Now go do it.
1: I think, I think that's uh, fantastic. And I think you, you've, you've articulated it in a way for, I don't want to just say average people. I think even for you and I to kind of limit thing or focus things and to put them into practice rather than trying to take this entire 66-book Bible and applying it all at once. Yeah, Let's take it in bits and pieces. There you go.
0: Read it and then do it. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sound of Truth Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please rate and review it. Also, tell your friends about it. Thanks. Music is by Canon and is used by permission. Sound of Truth is produced in collaboration with Harvest Jacksonville and is copyrighted by Brett A. Morani, 2024.